Hello and welcome to another episode of Too Long Didn't Play, uh, where we take a couple of games, a short game and a long game, and the short game is something we loved, something we can fit into a weekend, the long game is something that we just never came around to finishing, it could be a game we love, we could have hated it, but for whatever reason, I'm sure you all know the drill by now unless you're joining us new, in which case um, you'll soon catch up. So, joined today by my usual partner Satish, hi Satish. Hello. And also joining us today is a guest presenter, Maddie. How are you doing, Maddie? Hello, I'm all good, thank you. Thank good. you for having me. No, no, it's, it's a pleasure to get uh, more people on board. Hopefully you can actually produce two games so that you don't have to cheat to kind of work them into our um, <laughs> modus operandi, as me and Satish always do. We always come up short for some reason. Uh, so, <laughs> as you all know, I'm a primarily PlayStation gamer, a bit of Switch, a little bit of PC. Satish is our Xbox guy. Uh, Maddie, you're joining us as a PC gamer. You are complete um, PC fangirl, as it were. Uh, yes, if we're going to put myself in that category, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll yes. Y you don't yeah, quite yes. hate me for being a console gamer, despite us knowing each other for uh, a long time. You've always tried <coughs> PC to Master use a controller. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, uh, yeah, console games are just, you either like the keyboard or you like the console. Yeah. I like keyboards and mice. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so today we're going to start, we'll just have a little bit of an introduction then for Maddie. Um... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your gaming history. What what gives you the uh, the ability and passion to be here with us today? Oh well, I absolutely hate that question, but okay. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, well, any I questions? <laughs> oh, thanks. I know I started off with um, the classic BBC Micros when I was really young, gaming with my brothers, mm -hmm. um, and then I swiftly upgraded to an actual PC in the early nineties, which was really exciting. Um, and then I guess I've just stuck with it ever since. Never had a console, so. And uh, your husband is a, a complete techie nerd. I'm sure he won't mind that phrasing. <laughs> no, um, I'm sure he won't at all. He's my go-to PC guy, so that probably helps encourage you to do a bit more gaming these days as well. Of course, yes. And, and don't ever ask me for tech advice. <laughs> just, just letting you know. <laughs> 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 I'll probably go kaboom if I give you information. Fair enough. Uh, I think the usual chain of hand-me-downs is Donny to you and you to me, isn't it? So it's, yes. Uh, that how that sort of stuff goes. But well, that, I don't know. Sometimes I do get the the first dibs on something upgraded, and then it goes into Donny's computer. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I don't think <laughs> I've ever heard that before. So, um, actually, Satish, I don't know if I ever asked you when we started doing this because we just were talking yeah. about it in general before. But what ha what got you into gaming? How did you start gaming? I I think yeah I was in like college or something, and that's when I got my computer for the first time. Okay, quite a, my a late bloomer then compared to. Oh yeah, quite quite late, and I had I had to buy a new computer, but I told my parents that it is really helpful for career. But actually, I intended to play <laughs> Age of Empires. That's a game which we are very <laughs> much beautiful game. <laughs> yeah, and okay. also that's when I realized I'm not very good with first person shooter games. I started playing Quake, and I was dying a lot. Ah, good. Love good, a bit good, of Quake. Quake. Yeah, I, I did used to enjoy playing Quake against... Uh, there was a kid at school who had a PC, and we both had it. And uh, we'd run home at lunchtime, so when we're in our GCSE year, like I'm in exam year, yeah. and uh, a few people would come to my house, a few people would go to his, we'd use the dial-up and uh, set up a couple of one-on-one -on -one matches, and he used to blame lag so much. Oh, Back the in the day before it was lag. a meme. 
Lag, lag, oh, you keep killing me because of lag. It's like, no, it's because I'm better than you. <laughs> Get over it. So, yeah, he's a lawyer now. Turns out to be. Yeah, so obviously he spent more time studying than I did, and I spent more time playing quick. I know who came out happier in life. Um, Satish's mum, dad, if you're listening, uh, apologies for his betrayal. I'm sure this will be dealt with uh, by the monkeys back in India that you, you're always sharing on Facebook. What's uh, yeah. the deal with the monkeys? And you, you I don't know. I have no idea. Like, you know, when people say India, people associate with elephants and monkeys. Sometimes I get annoyed, like, they're not as many monkeys as you think. But now, I am becoming the stereotype because at my home, there's always some monkeys because there's some temple around. <laughs> and, you know, monkeys are very much attracted towards the temples because people feed food. Right, and okay. All this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and my dog is really scared. It's a coward. It's like a Scooby-Doo, so... Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, you, you talk about the stereotype of monkeys. You're the only Indian guy I ever know that brings it up, but you're always sharing videos of monkeys. I love it. Uh, yes. Keep doing it. <laughs> I get more likes when I say about monkeys. If I put something about myself, there's no likes. So, yeah, that's how I roll. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so that that's very brief introductions. Um, Shall we move on to what's happened this week in gaming? Uh, well, past couple of weeks. And uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit about Cyberpunk because we're all excited for that. Um, yep. Before we get on to that, the anything exciting in the world of Xbox Satish, or anything uh, else exciting? Should I say? Nothing actually. I didn't find anything like very uh, overly exciting. But I just saw like there's one of the games on Xbox Gold, which you kind of mm. get like four games a month, which is like very strange. It's called Dunk Lords. Okay. And it's more like an NBA rush, but with characters like robots and bears. Right, you okay. could uh, you have to smash each other as well, apart from actual playing NBA game, which Good is fun. yeah seems interesting. It's also actually a launch title. It's very rare you get a free game on Xbox Gold, which is also mm. a launch title. It happens on Xbox Game Pass, but not on Gold. Okay, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, so yeah, this is the most exciting thing I can share, which means yeah, not much happening from my end. <laughs> no, I think they're they're due to do something soon, aren't they? Uh, they're doing another Xbox Series X reveal later this month, is it? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe July. Okay, and Maddie, take us away on PC gaming. Anything exciting happened? I've seen something about squeezing a Ryzen chip into a laptop, but is there anything a bit bit more exciting than that? Oh, well, uh, you're asking the wrong girl here. I realise this is a podcast about what's happening in the PC world, but uh, I'm a little bit one-track-minded when it comes to games. Okay. All my energy goes into something. Um, right. And I got it hard, as you've probably figured out from when the many times I've tried to fall out, banging on the wall and I've ignored you. But that's fine. <laughs> but no, nothing really exciting, unless you're a Guild Wars fan. And of course, there's a new update this week with a Dragon Bash. But other than that, I'm afraid I'm not very exciting. Of course. Uh, uh, Satish, I think I have mentioned this to you before. Um, the, the one thing yeah. that we definitely know about Maddie, and especially when it comes to Too Long Didn't Play, how many hours have oh. you put into Guild Wars 2 now, Maddie? Um, bearing in mind it's an MMORPG and I've been playing since 2012. Wow. I would. S- I haven't did the classic thing where you you know you type slash age off and figure out how long you've been playing it, but hmm. the last time I checked was over 8,000, 9,000 hours, I think. 9,000 hours in a single game. I mean, that is getting your money's worth, isn't it? Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Totally. Yeah, I, I'm, I've never really 
been able to get into MMORPGs, mainly for the reason that I'm worried I would end up spending that kind of time, but even then I don't think I could ever dream of spending thousands of hours in a game. Splatoon's my most played game, and that's about 400 hours, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm far too much of a grazer. So how, how long do you spend on it each week? Because you do sort of daily quests, don't you? And then you do a... I can't remember what you used to call it on a weekend. You used to have weekend raids of some kind. Oh, I mean, depending on what part of my life you've caught me in. Um, <laughs> if I've been running <laughs> the guilds or years. just working on like um, like a large-scale PvP or or purely like a PV element. It, it, it all completely depends. At, at the moment, I'm really into some will be world uh, uh, which is mm. three three servers fighting each other basically over right, land okay. the best way to describe it obviously a lot more exciting in my head but explaining it out loud gosh yeah <laughs> well that, that's the thing we play <laughs> games to experience them don't we not to <laughs> think about the uh, how they work um and clearly this one's grabbed you nine thousand hours that's pretty impressive Th- and that's yeah. that's nothing compared to a lot of people i play with <laughs> Actually, like, you know, on Steam, sometimes I really enjoy the comments, funny mm. reviews on Steam. Uh, sometimes people actually play a game. Clearly, it shows they played a game for 1,000, 2,000 hours. Mm. And they leave a review saying this game is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sure, they're actually being trying to be sarcastic. It's not even like they're fooling themselves. This and it's quite funny to funny see someone button. who played yes, 4,000 hours say that. <laughs> let, let me just put... 9,000 hours in. Oh no, please don't do this calculation. We might actually wow. get only Maddie. Maddie as the only player who played in Leeds for 9,000 hours somewhere <laughs> in York. She could be the only one. So, uh, 375 days. You have literally spent a year, well, more than a year. Playing sorry, not with. sorry. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, again, apologies to Maddie's mum if you're listening to the amount of time that she has spent. Playing Guild Wars um, <laughs> when she should have been making cakes. <laughs> if they ever wonder, like, where was Maddie for one year, we couldn't see her. <laughs> Could be all in a stretch, who knows? She turned into a little hermit. She was just missing. Like <laughs> and just hiding, rocking back and forth in front of my computer, going, must yeah. do next lot of dailies. But I mean, you, you have actually, uh, you've made some really good real life friends from around the world, haven't you? Playing oh, Guild completely, Wars, like, yeah. People visiting from Europe and stuff. Anybody who says anything negative about online friends, you just it opens up a whole kit, kit mm. caboodle of just friendship. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I've had good friends to be honest, and met in real life and visited their homes. Obviously, get to travel a bit, which is lovely, and they mm. get to come here, and then I get to stuff cake in their mouths as well. <laughs> cake, <laughs> the running theme. The running theme. <laughs> cake is a made-up drug. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! No! Do I have to do it? The cake is a lie now. Oh dear! <laughs> the cake is a lie. The cake is not a lie. <laughs> biggest, biggest lie in gaming is that cake is a lie. Uh, anyway, we try to avoid spoilers on here, but I, seriously, if someone hasn't played Portal by now, then yeah, it's like very, uh, very it's their young. own fault. <laughs> yeah, we always end up spilling all the spoilers, haven't we? <laughs> well, don't, don't say that. I, that's it. No, all, all our three listeners have just shut sh- sh- off. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) moving on then uh, from Guild Wars and Cake uh, what's been happening in the world of Playstation this week, Last of Us 2 came out Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I haven't played it yet so I don't actually know but I have managed to avoid spoilers so far which is good Um, 
I am actually yeah. waiting to hear out uh, what's your take on Last of Us, but I'll wait. Yeah, well, I'm I'm very near the end of Dragon Quest now, so that's that's another thing that comes up frequently in these podcasts. Um, yeah, my progress on Dragon Quest. I have. Oh, I can't give away spoilers now, so I'm yeah. I'm near the end of the game. Uh, but I text my cousin and say, right, I've just done this thing, and roughly how many hours do you think I've got left? I might try and blitz it over the weekend. It was like. Yeah, you're not going to finish it this weekend. I said, oh, come on. So um, that that very nearly became my too long didn't play this week because when he said, no, you're not going to anywhere near the end now, I'm like, I just don't know how much longer I can spend on this. (sighs) We're going to have a bit of deja vu then in the next few minutes. Uh, no, about the Dragon I'm, Quest. No, I'm I'm not going to talk no. about Dragon Quest. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about another JRPG though, which is what inspired the thought for this podcast in the first place. Um, That's brilliant. So yeah, The Last of Us Two has come out to mixed reviews. I think critically, it was well received, but there's a lot of user reviews, user bombing, especially uh, sorry, review bombing going on from users because mixed reasons. Um, mainly the impression I get from people that I trust in the non-spoiler reviews is that it's good, it's just not a massive improvement over the first one um, so I'll take that yeah, it's it's worth a go uh, in terms of Switch news this week there was a free to play game release called Ninjala which was <laughs> quite interesting so Ninjala, I don't know where the name comes from it's apparently related to uh, a thing called Chambara or Chambara which okay. is uh, basically the Japanese game of kids picking up sticks and pretending they're swords or whatever, uh, <laughs> like ninjas. Um, so ninja la. Uh, it looks very splatoony. It's got that kind of neo futuristic but slightly eighties street kid aesthetic, um, and it was quite fun actually for a free to play game. I thought it it was pretty ac- accessible. Um, there's, there's obviously going to be stuff coming in like there's the gacha games in it where you have to buy coins with real money to get better equipment all that kind of thing um, it felt a little bit chuggy the tutorial wasn't too great but I think for a free to play game it's worth downloading giving a go if you've got a switch um, good one think. yeah it's, it's kind of hard to explain without going into a full review of it so bearing in mind that we're already nearly 15 minutes in I'll, I'll save that for another time I might play it a bit more and come on the next show and say whether it's any good Um, definitely and then the other thing just very quickly before we talk about cyberpunk is that the nintendo land theme park in universal studios osaka was due to open before the tokyo olympics but because of everything that's going on with this situation um that's being put back so sadly anyone going to japan hoping to go to nintendo land is not going to get there this year so that's a bit sad Uh, but anyway cyberpunk yes been looking forward to this for a long time um so maddie i know you've been looking forward to it because you and donna you're very much into uh, sci-fi anyway and you know especially this kind of sci-fi dystopian future that kind of thing so i I obviously don't want to you know uh, start some hate mail here but the trailer the second trailer didn't excite me the the second trailer no no it didn't Uh, why, 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 why? I just think the first one's a better trailer. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, have you it, seen any the of the hype, gameplay stuff that's been revealed? A, a few journalists bit. have been given access, yes. haven't they? I mean, yeah, the, graphics the first four hours of the gameplay, lovely. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just, I'm still hyped for the game, and I'm so looking forward to it in, what, November the 19th. 
Mm. Yeah, it's been so, put back again, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd prefer it to be put back and have a complete game for more satisfaction. But yeah. you know, I'm I, I definitely want to play it. I'm starting to get itchy, and I don't normally go for a uh, a first-person shooter type game. I'm not. That's not no. normally me. You do love Fallout, though. I do. Oh, Fallout's the exception to this rule, <laughs> and old-school <laughs> games like Doom and Quake and uh, Half-Life, yeah. things like that. So you, they're the, the old-school stuff that I'm fine with. Um, but yeah, or Portal, if you want to class mm. that as a, f- a first-person shooter. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Well, it, it's a first-person game. Pos- some yeah. people might argue it's not a shooter. I, I would say it's a shooter. You, you, you have, have to a gun. shoot the portal gun. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Do you have like a uh, battle royal mode <laughs> in <laughs> portal? <laughs> how, how would that work? I'm, I'm I don't know. Break like people neck do that. and leg by <laughs> just chopping them in half with the portal. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. There, there must be like a Gary's mod or something out there where someone's thought of that. Sure. Yeah, there's always people doing something like that, right? Yeah. Okay, right. So that we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Um, but okay, so Maddie, not impressed by the second trailers. Uh, Satish, what, what are your thoughts on Cyberpunk? I did actually uh, watch the gameplay. Uh, mm. In fact, yesterday, it looks amazing. Especially, I think the aesthetics and the looks of the game is gorgeous. Mm. But for me, uh, I, I don't know. It's like Maddie. For me, even though I read a bit of science fiction and I love to watch science fiction movies. It's extremely rare where I actually played a sci- sci-fi game. Oh, okay. First-person sci-fi game. I might actually play games like Portal or, you know, the last week we were discussing about the uh, the Turing test. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but Cyberpunk, while it looks amazing for me, it's like also kind of, maybe it's a fear of living a dystopian. <laughs> I'm more of, you know, I'm more of a medieval person. <laughs> I would like to be a peasant who starts with a peasant hunting for that one apple and then become the kingdom or, you know, like... <laughs> So you like the to beast slayer evil yeah fantasy. i'm uh, yeah i'm gonna say like uh, do we have a mod for uh, cyberpunk which is like a medieval mod then it will be witcher no it, sh- surely that's <laughs> just like elder scrolls so <laughs> yes it's, it's just <laughs> skyrim <laughs> i mean let, let's face it we're gonna get elder scrolls on the next consoles anyway aren't we so they're, they're gonna re-release i think they're skyrim gonna make it again um, oh maybe remastered version again re- remastered 4k skyrim uh, yep. that's, that, that's your cyberpunk With medieval mod <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> so. oh, <laughs> going down that route sorry I'm sorry I opened up a can of worms there ignore me so, uh, no worries that's fine, that's fine. Um, yeah okay so m- my take on cyberpunk um, I, I did love the, the setting for the actual city I think it's going to look absolutely gorgeous uh, it has left me on the fence whether to buy it when it first comes out or whether to hang on until uh, the like the Nvidia 30 series cards come out because I am planning on upgrading maybe do a PC version and just really rinse the graphics out there hopefully some nice ray tracing from all those neon lights and everything looks fantastic uh, I, I love the fact that was it the Nomad character class where you actually start outside of the city yep oh, yeah the three as? ones isn't there yeah the three of them yeah so that that was interesting straight away to see how each character is going to start it just made me think how big is this game going to be like we knew it was going to be big but i expected Uh, it all to be within the city like you know kind of just the repeated textures neon lights and stuff yeah it looks great but how long until you get bored of it but actually it sounds like it's going to be a (laughs) massive i was about to ask like are you already seeing the potential to 
<laughs> Sorry to be on audience. Sorry. Potential too long. Didn't play. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it, it does look like it's going to be a long game. There's going to be a lot of side yeah, quests. I'm sure it's going to be hundred hours. It looks like. Every yeah, game I play b- going is by the Witcher standards. <laughs> but but I think the the main story mode itself is probably going to be a reasonable length. Yeah. Hopefully, and I think one thing with with games like this, um, so stuff like The Witcher, I I enjoyed what I played of it, but. I sometimes find it a bit difficult to get to grasps with third person uh, especially when you've got a lot of items and that kind of RPG element behind it whereas something that's a first person shooter where it's just an ability tree or something mapped to it is quite easy to get into and you can kind of play it for a bit and then put it down play it for a bit, put it down. I found with The Witcher I couldn't get back into that because after sort of four weeks of not playing very early on, even though it was still early in the game, I'd already forgotten everything from the tutorials yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I need to go back and try, but I'm I'm quite excited for Cyberpunk. I I was intrigued before, and I thought, yeah, I'm definitely going to play this. It looks really fun. But after seeing the the playthroughs, I actually thought, yeah, this is probably going to be day one for me. I just want to get my hands on it and see what's what happens <laughs> in that world. So. Yeah. Is it going to be released this year? Sorry, I, I completely forgot. Yeah. It's did like you say November, Maddie? November the nineteenth for PC, but obviously I haven't figured out when it comes out for the. Um, other. Consoles for okay. the console peasants. The, <laughs> I didn't go there. I just said <laughs> others. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it, I think CD Projekt Red are not the sort of company to do this, but it is coming out suspiciously close now to the um, the Series X and PS5 release dates. I intended yeah. release dates. The holiday twenty twenty. Um, yeah, which is like strange because I think the Xbox has released a the current Xbox One X. Cyberpunk mm. edition. Yeah, it, it looks really nice as well. Uh, yeah, it that's, looks nice. It's already yeah. come out, hasn't it? Yeah, what what does it mean? Does it actually mean like Cyberpunk is actually going to be on this generation as well? We don't know. Well, I mean it, it is going to be on this generation. They've already said it's it's coming out on this current generation, but I think Xbox is the only platform at the minute where they've said if you've got it on the Xbox 1, you will get the free upgrade on the Series X. Ah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's something, again, CD Projekt Red have committed to there, saying we will endeavour as much as possible to upgrade our games for free. No one should have to pay for the same game twice, and then they kind of give a a side-eye to Ubisoft and EA and uh, all those people there that are producing Grand Theft Auto V Remastered Edition, whatever it is that's coming out now. So, uh, yeah, it'd be intriguing to see. Um, but that's that's this past couple of weeks in news. A couple of opinions there. Uh, so moving on to our game. So just to reiterate, the idea is that a short game uh, is something that us as people who are slightly older, <laughs> shall we say, than we used to be, um, we we don't always have the time to put yeah you know, nine thousand hours into a game. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we tend to kind of go for things that are maybe a little bit shorter. If you can clear it in a weekend, that counts as a shorter game. It's something you can pick up and just play through, and it's nice to blast through. So maybe at tops 15 hours, I think. Uh, we use the How Long To Beat website as a rough guide as to what should count. Um, and then the long game can be any length, but something that maybe just felt too long to complete, maybe we just didn't gel with it or we played it to the point where we got bored and again it doesn't mean it was necessarily a bad game um, it just means that it should have, if it had finished earlier it would have been like 
satisfaction yeah that's it complete great as it was it kind of just felt like no done with this now so chucked it to the side uh satish do you want to go first today Show uh, yeah. how it's done we'll drop our guest <laughs> oh, in the deep please end. do yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so so what yeah. are you got for us what's your short game going to be my short game is something from ubisoft Ah. And obviously, it's not Assassin's Creed. No, <laughs> a short game from Ubisoft. I'm, I'm sure yeah. I think what's it? I was surprised as well. Uh, I played this game. I loved it, but I never actually properly remembered it is Ubisoft. I keep forgetting. It's the right. Valiant Hearts: The Great War. Ah, okay, yeah, that's. Uh, it's got a really interesting art style. That one has amazing it? art style. Yeah, and it is set in the World War One. Generally, mm. I'm again. I'm a medieval peasant. Yeah. I'm not very much into the World War stuff. <laughs> It doesn't right, excite okay. me, but this video game really is gripping. And you don't play as run and gun shooter. Actually, you are it's more of puzzle adventure game. Mm-hmm. So you're living as a civilians, and you're seeing the war from the eyes of suffering from normal characters. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So do you yeah. play as multiple characters through it? I've, I, don't, oh, I yes. know of it, and I've seen the the artwork and stuff, but I don't actually know much about the game and how it plays. Oh yeah. Uh, in this, you do play uh, as I think three characters, if I remember. Okay and yeah you don't have to replay the game for playing because each character you'll play in each chapter and there are some particular missions where you actually actively switch between the characters and that's where it becomes a bit more choice based among the characters right okay so you say it's an action adventure game is that it's not like a point and click is it i thought it might be a point and click adventure uh it kind of actually feels like point and uh thing but i think Mm -hmm. it's more of a like a side scrolling puzzle game with okay. adventure so you end up actually you know clearing things you kind of sometimes actually you do actually plant explosives like a puzzle so that you have to you know mm. i just said like this game is more from the civilian's point of view and i'm already talking about blowing up bridges <laughs> but these kind of <laughs> missions don't happen very often in the game the game also right. has a very adorable uh, do you call like a f- war dog you know the dogs which are helping in like paramedic stuff like first yeah, aid okay yeah, uh, my heart melts every time I look at the dog. Y- you are a softie when it comes to animal size, Tish. <laughs> oh, they're I total softie <laughs> as well. You just, I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, I think in the, the background, the hold it in, Sorry? don't do it. I was just like, no, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I always wonder, like, whenever I play games like this with a dog character, I'll be secretly hoping nothing happens to the dog, please. If anything <laughs> happens, I'm going to stop the game straight away. <laughs> <laughs> So not too long didn't play, just too much anti-dog didn't play. <laughs> what what um what drew you to Valiant Hearts in the first place then? Oh yeah, I would. Have, this is the amazing thing which I found. I think this might be the case with the PlayStation Plus and you know on mm. Steam as well sometimes because of the some games you wouldn't even uh, you don't bump into them, you don't actually mm. discover them. But because of Xbox Games with Gold, I think I played it before three years. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, the art looks good and I played it. But this is not the kind of game which I would search and find it by myself. I wouldn't even play if someone says it's more about World War One. I. I was like, mm. oh yeah, I will play at some point. So I had, I don't have many games at the time to play. And I saw some good reviews and I started playing. And it's also small, like it took me like maybe 10 to 11 hours. And you know, I'm not a very quick at playing games. I always enjoy the atmosphere and I just <laughs> listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, uh, well, two two points there I was going to bring up. So how long did it take you to beat this, roughly? Uh, for me, I think uh, 10-ish, 10 to 11. 10-ish? Oh, yeah, okay. I think yeah, less than 10. 
Okay, that, that's good. Uh, according to how long to beat, the, the median is 6 hours and 30 minutes. So we're not not too bad today. That's oh, we're not. Sh yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, you, leisurely you feel play free is to about nine yeah. hours. So that that's probably <laughs> is, isn't it? The, the leisurely play. Yeah. Um. And again, you you're always drawn to strong characters, and then the artwork and the music and stuff. Oh the yeah. Music in Valiant Hearts. Oh yeah. Uh. In this, I think the music is not too obvious. It's kind of a bit subtle, and you mm. kind of hear more about the ambient music. Mm. But whenever you do actually hear music, it is quite good. It is quite fitting, historical and periodic feel. Mm. Yeah. To me, it feels like, you know, the movie, recent movie, 1917. Right, okay, yeah. But not as grimy as that. But this one is quite grimy, but at the same time, it has a sense of jeweliness. Mm. Quite balanced, so yeah. But it's good Love when it. a game takes the aesthetics and music and sounds to what they're going with. It, it, it would just be too yeah. much of a mind melt if you, you've you got like a, a, a war film with, you know... Yeah. Techno punk, techno There you go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like dubstep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's about immersion, isn't it? I mean, it's something like Wolfenstein. That might yeah. get away with it because it's all about robot Hitlers and you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I think so. His Valiant Heart's quite a realistic view yeah. on on World War One, is it? Yeah, it's quite yeah enjoyable realistic and also I, I yeah with, with this game i discovered more things like oh yeah war means in my imagination war is all about just you know killing people and crying mm. yeah there's so much into it sure we can learn with books as well but i'm glad sometimes video games also push that thing yeah to the consumers in a you know subtle way they're educating us yeah i think especially with games like this when they draw out the um those questions that sometimes you think Oh, I can't believe they've done that. Like, what a horrible person, for example. But then you see behind the scenes, and it's like, okay, actually, they've got his family captive, and he's doing it to keep them safe. And does that justify the ends? Well, probably not. But you can empathise with where they're coming from. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, so Valiant Hearts, great story, nice and short, and something a little bit different from Ustish. World War One instead of medieval musings. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Can I have a medieval mod for this game? No. A medieval mod for Valiant Hearts. <laughs> it's World War One. You can't have dragons in it. I'm sorry, Satish. <laughs> don't know about don't know about medieval. Maybe you could go back to like I don't know the English Civil War or something. And uh, yeah, that uh, could be a. Uh, but yeah, that, nice that game. Hastings, ten six six and all that. Uh, okay, great. What have you got for your long game for us today? Something medieval, I'm guessing. Uh, it is actually in a in a way. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty gothic actually, and this this game. I'm gonna struggle because you know sometimes you, it's like you know you talk about something which you don't like, mm -hmm. and while while you're talking, you discover how cool it is, and you might actually install it next day. <laughs> yeah, it, it gives you a second wind. <laughs> yeah, this fear is there, uh, and this game is from Blizzard, mm -hmm. Diablo Three. Uh, I think the version which I played is Reaper of Souls. Mm -hmm. Now this okay. is a sh yeah because this is not re this is really not a long game i can see people some people who are really good at it they actually smash it in even less than 10 hours right okay but for me this is a game which draws me very often so many times i actually bought this game on disc and mm -hmm. sold it at you know the shops and again went and bought the same disc <laughs> which i'm gonna sold for extra price yeah right okay yeah not so the best investment of money attachment to it not just an emotional yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this game has a. I think when I'm playing uh, Diablo 3, it both excites and also bores me. Right, okay. That's yeah, because uh, it, I, I end up 
uh, sometimes i feel like i'm doing the same thing it's more of numbers game but there is mm. something about addictive about these numbers okay that makes you keep play, playing it's a bit like animal crossing but with more fiery demons <laughs> yeah fire <laughs> yeah fiery demons and yeah that gothic setup i think i like the atmosphere of diablo 3 uh, yeah. i think any diablo games in fact uh, and that's why i keep going to it and then yeah and also the difficulty levels i matter i i generally play on normal or i won't go past hard mm. on diablo there is a maybe this is uh, not new for diablo series but they have this torment one torment two and it keeps going on like torment 16 okay i never tried those because i'm sure like uh, my the time to you know finish this game would go by like more than what it is mm. yeah so yeah but yeah i think it's the polish the polish of the game is amazing and the music the background music is quite haunting Mm. And yet this is a game which I play I might end up playing for many hours at a stretch like 3 4 hours. Mm. And if I keep the game aside I may not actually come back for a few weeks or even months. Right. Yeah, I I know what you mean actually. Um so according to how long to beat the rushed on this is around about 11 hours but the average is coming in about 18 hours so that that would count as our short game if you were <laughs> skimming through it pretty quick but I think it it's a good point what you're saying it it's a game that you you pick up and play and you enjoy for maybe a couple of hours but it does feel kind of repetitive I remember it is um, yeah pretty repetitive yeah, yeah I, I had Diablo 2 yeah back in the day when it was first released and I, I could never get into it because I thought if I keep clicking my mouse like this I'm going to break it and my parents are going to absolutely kill me <laughs> um, so I I never really played it more than a couple of levels Maddie are yeah. you a, a Diablo player coming um, from PC background Ooh, um I played the original and I've I've dabbled in number 3 um mm. but only with groups of people. Right, uh, okay. So I kind of got distracted and and it was more about trying to make it as difficult as you can for your friends than actually enjoying the game. So I've never actually played the story. <laughs> right, I okay. guess it, it's just involved on in how much I can absolutely annoy the person who invited me to join them. I'm like, okay, well, Your own just fault. Leroy Jenkins yourself throw, <laughs> throw yourself in there <laughs> oh dear so yeah no mm. I haven't actually played that one there's a couple of different ones I've, I've played but no mm. sadly what, I, what I have you played that's like it uh, like Sacred mm. oh okay I heard of I it I love Sacred 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 2 not so much but Sacred I've probably played quite a few times and that even though said was that the original story would have been a, you know a sensible amount of hours but I've just I have to look every nook and cranny the pick up every rock oh yeah no I, if there's an achievement um I, and i don't know about it i'm going to hunt for the achievement even though it probably doesn't exist right <laughs> okay so yeah so i should get into it i really should what play it but yeah has anyone heard of the game called torchlight yes mm. I, i love it actually torchlight i think it's developed by some of the people from diablo team who actually left the company from yeah blizzard and Uh sometimes I actually prefer Torchlight. Uh, not that it is any better than Diablo. They both are actually similar games, but they have two different flavors. Diablo is a bit more looks more grimmer than Torchlight. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I played Torchlight. Yeah, but the Torchlight the enemies actually have some kind of, uh, you know, the personality like charisma. Right, okay. I might be slaying some of the monsters in Torchlight and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> but it doesn't happen in fairy, are they? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
but actually in diablo i don't it's like the enemies are like uh, sometimes i don't remember them it's like i just keep slaying big monsters that's it they're right. like brain dead <laughs> so i've just got visions now of you know this medieval dystopian future that we somehow <laughs> keep coming back to and satish is running through is the hero is you know, mowing down these demons he's going to rescue humanity and then he comes up against cerberus and it's like oh oh fluffy and that's, that's it and that's it you just cerberus comes in bites your head off humanity's doomed yeah cheers yeah. you your love for fluffy animals has got us all killed yeah quest failed great um, when did you last save <laughs> yeah re- reload like oh no doesn't work in real life um right maddie pc gaming segue oh. into yours uh, so you know how this works now you've heard Satish yes well um, I hope I can do it without messing up too much <laughs> there's no messing up this is chat we don't pretend to be professionals here we record on the fly it's all good anyone who's still listening to us at this point should know that um, <laughs> so go ahead with your short game what, what game have you loved Okay, well, um, I've decided to talk about a game called The Room mm-hmm. by uh, Fireproof Games. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a puzzle mystery point and click. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of that sort of genre. Uh, okay, so sorry, just to interrupt. First yeah, of all, go for it. Th- when you said The Room. The Room. My, yeah, when you Not said you were thinking about talking about The Room. My first thought went back to Silent Hill 4, which <laughs> had a subtitle of The Room. Now, you hit horror games I hate you? horror games yes. so I thought why on earth would Harry be talking about Silent Hill first of all it's a console game I don't know if it's ever had a PC release and it's a horror game and then so I, I quickly googled it and then <laughs> the image came up for this one which is what you are talking and about and it's kind so of spooky as well <laughs> And but I this actually looks kind of scary as well from all the, the screenshots it looks quite thrillery is, is it not I'm guessing it's uh, quite deceiving to be honest okay so the the, the basic plot is you are you go to this terrifying looking mansion because you're invited there mm-hmm. and I mean I'm going to describe it as an escape kind of room okay. game but it's not it's not quite an escape room but more of like a puzzle box mm. not so Hellraiser then no <laughs> <laughs> again with the horror <laughs> again with the horror <laughs> yeah it's not horror but you'll be really really scared all the um, all along but yeah, yeah. So as as Ben said, I'm not necessarily into horror or jump scares. Uh, so I was a little mm. bit, mm, do I want to play this game? But no, it's um, it's very haunting. The music, the sound effects, the atmosphere—it's all very kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, this looks a bit eerie. But it's not scary. And coming from somebody who doesn't like horror, that's you know, it, it means it really isn't scary okay. in the slightest. Good. But um, yeah, no, I think it originally was a a, a a mobile game, and it got turned into a PC game. Right. Okay. Because there oh, have okay. been console releases since as well, and it's just come out on the Switch. And uh, I think there's another two. It's got two sequels as well, which I haven't played, right. so I have no idea about them. And just thinking, like last week, I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? And my brain just went, oh, that's a nice game. I'll talk about that. And now I'm thinking, I have to now go out and buy two and three. <laughs> just, just. This so ne- next week right. I'll be like yeah I've played them all now, but <laughs> but yeah no it's um let's see it's uh so yeah it's it's a puzzle box which mm. is really lovely and the it's very satisfying when you're playing it and you figure things out and this the noise and the sound effects that go with what you're doing just the sliding of like nod like uh, nozzles and and little like 
buttons and turning keys and oh, just, it's very therapeutic. Okay, so they put a lot of attention to the, the detail of the objects because I mean, the, the graphically it looks like there's a lot of detail, but even in the sound and ambient yeah, it's, noise, it's a very, sound. very pretty game. Um, right, like an eerie pretty game. We're going with that, shall we? Hmm. Um, and I do play a lot of puzzle games, so this is a really sh- quite a short one. Uh, I think yeah. I looked into it, and it, people average do it in two hours because I like to take the time and really like enjoy it and check every little like like screw and did I check Mm. that bit it took me about five hours and I looked at my steam and it said I did it over two days so I must have done it at the weekend yeah so so well the perfectly fits into this short game category then I know there you go one tick for me yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're the first one on the cast to get it (laughs) A proper awesome. short game, we thought it was a short game. Short that you game. Enjoy, yeah. <laughs> but it's um, it's a relatively easy puzzle game because I've done a lot. So if mm. anybody's listening and they want to get into puzzle games and you've you've been thrown in with a really difficult one, maybe try tra- this one. Okay. It's, um, it, it's pleasant. <laughs> is it something that say like my mum enjoys puzzle games? She enjoys those kind of um, yeah detective games that you get on tablets where you tap to find the clues do you think something like this might be a good evolution for her to get into yeah more because well obviously it's, it's come from a, a um, mobile game so yeah i would definitely say she could crack on with it hmm. with a cup of tea at the side definitely i can see your mum doing that good. <laughs> hi ben's mum <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure maddie actually does know my mum <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah she still asks about you because you cleaned the house that one time I cleaned that one, one time I would yeah. clean it more I'm not saying that her, your house was messy <gasps> no it, it was following it a, a night out but anyway night we'll, out um, like, yeah. we'll ignore that We're fun times them. back in uni <laughs> uh, okay so nice short game nice and concise anything that it compares to that other people might have heard of like other more, more popular games in a similar vein oh I mean there's just so many different types of puzzle games out there, but it, mm. it's kind of a standalone one because I haven't come across another game like it. Right. As of yet, it's it's not you got your normal tropes of like a jump scaring kind of these kind of puzzles, and I was saying jump scare, but yeah, there is some other puzzle games out there that mm. terrify <laughs> me and um, right. the suspense of like oh, when the next time am I going to be jumping out the chair? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, actually, is it sort of like a first person thing? Something like. Um, I don't know if you've played Gone Home, which is kind of like a puzzle, but you're walking around the house to solve it. Or is it all nope, set it around this it's one It's all cube? set in this one cube, yeah. Right, literally. Okay. Are you just in the attic and you get... Uh, oh, gosh, I'm trying to think now. You just kind of like get a... You find a letter that has brought you to this house. So, you know, you, you're there with your own will. It's not like it's going to be creepy and you're investigating anything. It's just mm. you have to open this box to find out its secrets. And okay. hopefully nothing Hellraiser-ish starts. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that does sound really intriguing, actually. I might uh, seek it out after we finish this recording, because that sounds like the kind of thing that I love doing just you know, while I, we sat watching TV or whatever. And yeah, it's, it's, like it's really quite cute little game, to be honest. <laughs> I like it. Cute little game. Cute, cute little, little game. game. <laughs> With no pinhead involvement. Yeah. <laughs> TM. Uh, okay, so what have you got for your long game for us? What did you play that you well was just too long and you didn't play oh gosh yes so uh starbound uh 
by oh gosh what is it called uh the f- chucklefish by chucklefish um they have one of the cutest logos i've ever seen they, yes that's why oh. i remember it it's just and it's always so noisy when you first load up the game like, like no be quiet and then you think oh you're cute never mind <laughs> i might i might just buy the game because they have a cool logo i don't even know what the game is about well, she's about to tell us why why she didn't play it. So maybe high fire for a minute, Steve. <laughs> Take your finger off that buy button. So I, I did the, the terrifying thing of actually looking at Steam and finding how much time I've put into this game. So hmm. I have not finished this game. Um, yes, it is a sandbox. I'm putting it in brackets here. Obviously, it does have a nice storyline, and I've never completed the storyline. I have plenty of friends who have finished it. Okay, but I got distracted, uh, and I've played apparently 135 hours in this game. Wow! Yeah, that's that's a lot of hours. Uh. Yes. Um, so, if anybody uh, has heard of Terraria, yeah, <laughs> it's Terraria yes. in space. That's that's that bound. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> the, the so it is thing. pretty sandboxy then. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. The the storyline is really cute, and you can finish it in a sensible amount of time, but you just get sidetracked by mainly me i i dig and and the therapeutic noises of you collecting things and then different clingy things and i uh, just building and digging yeah. building and digging that's literally in space right. and <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah it's a 2d survival open world sandbox game right okay um so <laughs> w- what attracted you to it in the first place uh let's see I really enjoyed Terraria, mm-hmm. and a couple of years later, I wanted something different. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think Donnie and some other friends suggested it. So, uh, I actually played this one with my husband, and oh, okay. yeah, I just uh, I I loved the idea of adventuring out into space in this adorable two D <laughs> kind of look platform type. Yeah, it's all pixel art game. style, isn't it? It is very little pixel. Yeah, just. Mm. Very cute, um, but yeah. So you, you do just the oh, where do I even start? So let's go with the music, then the soundtrack, and the that got turned off straight away. I think. Uh, oh right, okay. I thought you were about to say it was these beautiful string harmonies and no. ethereal <laughs> space notes, but no, it was just what irritating. It's, um, it's what yeah. I'll go with irritating. Normally, I like overly irritating music to go because it matches kind of its appearance but Mm. nope no it got turned off quite quickly but the satisfying noises you get for like collecting things and the the cute uh fighting noises when you you get attacked by different things is actually Mm. quite quite nice uh so you need them on or you don't know you're being attacked either (laughs) okay so you you can't play it silent (laughs) no i I would definitely uh you'll just get killed by a bunny rabbit i think if you yeah. that one it <laughs> anything kills you in these games i can believe that <laughs> <laughs> if a bunny rabbit kills me in a game i would say like i hope it's not traumatizing for you bunny <laughs> because you look very cute even though it's my it's me who's the victim speaking Just from experience literally i got killed by a bunny rabbit in terraria day one and then yeah. in, in stab and i was like don't get killed by a rabbit don't. and a, a little blob ooze killed me immediately so i was like okay yeah. I think that's better than a rabbit. Yeah, now I've got visions of Satish bleeding out with just a tear out of his eyes. Like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry if I dropped it. I'm sorry. You. Yeah, sorry it's you not you. It's me. That. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll kill myself next time. 
<laughs> but okay so the reason why i didn't finish it is because you get distracted by the digging in the building uh, basically right. the the map is the exploration is huge you you literally mm. you, it's um i thought it was quite small and then and then fornax uh, sorry my husband pointed out I was like, oh, that's just one little star section. Like, you know, I was like, okay. And I was like, right. so I scrolled out. I was like, okay, oh, well, yeah, okay. I've got five of these little solar systems. And he's like, no, scroll out. Scroll out. <laughs> scroll out. Right, I was okay. like, oh, you are joking. Oh, and yeah, you just get very repetitive um, You side quests. Oh, I was listening to your conversation last time about side quests. Mm. It's the exact same quests on each planet. Um, right. And Is it like just a collect five of these or... Yeah, I mean, if it goes down to the point of taking the mic, you know, like this this person goes like, "Hey, can you deliver this message?" And you think it's going to be halfway across the map, and it's literally in the next house along, and you're like, "Really? Okay." And then the person's <laughs> like, "Oh, thank you for this. Could you give them this banana?" And I'm not even joking, but it's not even a banana. It's like they give you a seed, and then you have to plant it, and then you have to grow it, and then <laughs> <laughs> but bearing in mind it doesn't grow on this planet, so you have to go find a planet that it grows on. Right and uh, and yeah, so you get distracted, and the first five hundred times you do it is great because it's funny, and the little bits of banter that you get when you start hiring crew, and you can mod your ship. There's different races to play that have different perks for different worlds. You know, hmm. um, it is a lovely game, but you're never gonna finish it ever, ever. <laughs> right. So I gave up after 135 hours. Okay, uh, so just. A little bit of cheating i've got how long to beat up in front of me now and it says the main story is on average 22 and a half hours mm-hmm. uh, but completionists range from anywhere between 212 hours to um 400 oh sorry rushed is 110 hours leisurely is 400 hours <laughs> so yeah you're about halfway through i think Marie. yeah you yeah i mean i, I could try it, it. And Oh, it's there. I didn't uninstall it because uh, it, it's just there on my Steam and I could click on it at any point. Do you think you could jump back into it? Is it the sort of game you could pick up again now? or have Definitely. You yeah, no, no, definitely. It's one of those ones I could easily go back into. I don't know if that's just my type of gameplay that I can just remember aspects of games and be fine with them. But mm. it feels like a very generic controls. Anybody who is a PC gamer who is probably can be like oh yep yep i figured it out it's fine Mm. and off you go again uh it's definitely a game you'd play with friends it's not a solo game uh even though it's the solo quests but um yeah definitely with friends makes it more fun so as in co-op with friends or just two people playing it at the same time uh co-op yeah no you can have up oh yeah let's see how many is it i think it's up to four Okay. You can have on like each other's servers, I think, which is nice. So, yeah, you just—it's like you're, if you've loaded the game, they can join you, but anything that they do in your server doesn't go to their game. If that makes sense, it has to be done in their open game. Right, I see. Yeah, so it's understandable then that you can pour hours into it if you're playing it socially as well. Mm, definitely. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, right, okay, so last but hopefully not least, I will uh, dive in with my short game. So, <laughs> what, why are you all laughing? No, I was thinking, would there be a day where, uh, for example, Maddie says, this is the short game which I load, 
And the same game on the same day, you say that's the longest game you hated. <laughs> <laughs> it depends、Possibly. how bad you are at the game, I guess.、Yeah. I mean, yeah, given that my average is、uh, kind of like yours, T. Yeah, like Diablo 3 is definitely a smaller game <laughs> for、yeah. many people. I played Diablo 3 and it took me 500 hours to complete.、Um, who knows? If, if we go at this long enough, we might get there one day. It's, it's that that would be interesting. Give enough monkeys typewriters, see, see if they'll recreate the works of Shakespeare kind of thing.、Um, before people write in the comments, yes, I know that's not necessarily true.、Um, moving on. So, I'm going to talk about a game called Sayonara Wild Hearts. And this came out、uh, September last year. It first came out. I played it on the Switch, but it's also available on、uh, PS4, PC, Xbox, all that kind of thing. And I think you can get it on mobile now as well.、Um, it's by a developer called Simogo, who are Scandinavian, but it was published by Annapurna, who a lot of people know now, especially after the PS5 reveal trailer for Stray.、Um, yes. Yeah, Annapurna do a lot of really nice, kind of. Relaxing game experiences, if you like, and that's what Sayonara Wild Hearts is. So,、uh, it it was published or publicized, sorry, as a like an interactive pop album. And the way that the game works is there's a, a loose storyline where you play as a woman who is obviously going through some kind of breakup, and it plays over 23 levels. It's described as a rhythm action game or a music rhythm game. Um, it, it's very kind of a very defined polygon art style, but lots of neon and stuff going on, very kind of 80s inspired. All the music is this kind of electro pop synth music,、um, and each section of levels, because it's 23 levels altogether, but it's divided into sort of, I think it's four or five off the top of my head, like the first four parts of a level. Kind of teach you how to do the last part, and then the last part is where you get a full song and a, like a full level with a boss at the end of it and everything else. So,、um, each, each section of levels has its own theme and part of the story that's going on about this this woman's exploration of of her love life, I guess.、Um, th- there's no explicit narrative apart from at the start and the end. Um, but everything about it is just such a, a nice, relaxing game to play with really good music. So, if you've got a decent sound system or decent headphones, you're getting this kind of easy to play visual experience. It's not necessarily challenging.、Um, there is a score attack kind of thing going on. So, if, if you're a fan of games like, I don't know, say Tempest,、um, Tempest 2000, you know, where you've got that kind of polygonal. Score attack going into the screen constantly just lasts forever. You can play it in that style if you want,、um, and you can go back to all the other levels. So again, like a pop album, you can choose your favourite tracks, and the level is almost coincidental to the music.、Uh, so that's it in a nutshell.、Um, anybody got questions? I guess have I, have I already explained everything、no. that goes、yeah. on without spoiling anything? Sounds really cute. <laughs> it, it is. It is very cute.、Um, The characters are really interesting as well. So, you've kind of each level has, like, say, it's、um, designed as if it's a, a section of this woman's heart, as it were. But all of the the bad guys, if you like, look like different gang members almost. And as you go through the game, you become more confident. Your your anxiety 
of the initial breakup leaves you and then you you kind of get your own mask and your own style and start fighting back in in your own way so it's uh yeah it's really imaginative really well done yeah i can imagine because like annapurna interactive is quite good at those games i see like they have a a sense of style i think games mm. like outer wilds and yeah astray as well yeah i see that you like uh, games which are into music ben uh i do i mean we, yeah we talk a lot about music and rhythm music and stuff um but yeah i, d- I do play a lot of music based games i i'm quite into music as well outside of gaming uh, yep oh yeah so yeah it's um I, i don't know if there's anything that's really like this that i've come across before there there've been lots of games that are purely rhythm games based on music you know like your rock band and your project even stuff and there's been lots of games with good music we've talked before about you know orchestral soundtracks and things like hollow night so um yeah <laughs> yeah or in the the blind forest that kind of thing where they just have beautiful soundtracks but yep I, i do think this is the first game i've ever played where it's a game based around music i, I suppose there was um yeah there's things like res if you've ever played res um and lumines you know that that's kind of a puzzle game based around music and those games work to the beat but i've always found when playing something like res it's it's a shooter it just happens to be a shooter that has some music that kind of interacts with what you're doing yeah. whereas this this feels like the first game i've played where the whole thing actually feels like a music video specifically made for these songs but is also a game depending on the type of like the the pace of the music determines the pace of the level and that kind of thing. Uh so okay. yeah, if you're into this kind of game, definitely check it out. It's it's pretty cheap. Um the main story according to how long to beat average is an hour and a half. Um I took it reasonably easy over a couple of nights, probably about three hours total. Uh oh, that's yeah. that is a proper short short game. Yeah, it it is super short, but there's a lot of replayability in it yeah. you know so it's definitely not a, a rip off at three hours you know that's kind of what a lot of people think these days isn't it oh, it's too short it's not worth spending it <laughs> oh, like well, i'm gonna try and play then when i'm over at yours next <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um if you, if you think control. it is too short just play chucklefish games <laughs> <laughs> just, just just yeah jump on guild wars <laughs> yeah nine thousand hours guaranteed um yeah so well i'll talk about a long game uh which is something that i felt is far too long uh so has have either of you ever played persona so no. i have played it series. but i, I heard it i've probably you've had it on in the background maybe uh possibly yeah if i've been grinding or something so um so there was a, a japanese rpg series called shin megami tensei and that split off into a lot of subgenres one of which was persona and persona has now become the most popular of that whole game series to the point where they're up to persona 5 um so the first one i played was persona 4 uh which was a good length rpg um it came in at around about 75 hours i think i played it for maybe 80 um so first of all the reason that i like persona and i did actually finish Persona 5 which is the game that I'm going to talk in more detail about. So I'm slightly cheating cuz uh, I did finish the story <laughs> mode. Um but the reason why I don't think I finished it, why I don't think it counts as me finishing it is because 
I, I kind of zoned out at about the 70 hour mark and oh, okay. that, that's when I looked into it and I, that was the point where I thought right I know what's going on I've got the storyline I know who the big bad is I'm going into the last area and it took another I believe it was 120 hours altogether by the time I finished and that was rushing through as much yeah. as I could the, the last section of the game I was just avoiding all the fights if I could and and trying not to grind I just wanted to get it finished because I was so involved but um, there's a reason it took so long so the, the way that Persona works is you've got your typical turn based RPG stuff going on you get thrown into a level and you fight your way around a dungeon and in Persona well certainly Persona 4 and 5 the earlier ones you, all your grinding was kind of done in a central area whereas what you have here is dungeons that are based on the like people's inner mind so hence the persona um so you get a real world section and then that goes into a a kind of dungeon section if you like and the way that persona games work is you you get a bit of storyline there are a few days that things happen it's all based around a calendar and then when you get out of the initial bit of story for a section it's up to you what to do for each day so you can either go and train in one of the training areas you can go into the person's that you're trying to change their heart you can go into their mind as a dungeon and try and get a bit further and then you can save and come out and go back the next day or you can do something on your social calendar so there's a lot of um, social links built up with you and the other characters and how those friendships develop there are also lots of other areas that you can go to and level up in different ways or build up your skills in different ways so it's a really really intricate really well paced RPG in allowing you to really develop the character. The story is brilliant, the, the banter between the characters is fantastic. Um, and overall, it, it really keeps your interest. Um, the music, the soundtrack, it's well known for its soundtracks, the Persona series, so they're all brilliant. Um, and generally, the, the characters that play the, the enemies, if you like, when you're trying to get into their heads, they're, they're quite sinister. Um, so it, it starts off like you look at it and you think oh it's all cutesy and anime style and that but when you get into the, the like the backstories of the characters I think the, the first bad guy in this one it, it's not really a spoiler because it's the first thing that happens in the game um, but if you really want any minor spoilers avoiding if you haven't played it yet yeah, stop listening for the next five minutes um, so the, the, the first kind of main bad guy in Persona 5 is a teacher at your school and it on the outside everyone loves him because he takes the one of the teams to the nationals every year and he really pushes his students but he's a really positive role model and when you go into his mind you find out that he's actually a ridiculously sleazy bordering on a paedophile um you know he, he kind of tries to get one of the girls to sleep with him so that she can be on the team and she ends up attempting suicide as a result of it in the real world and it, it suddenly goes really dark like really really twisted dark um, if you've played the Persona games before you'll know that actually they are quite dark uh, but that, that could be quite a shock for anyone who's new to these things um, so anyway as you play through the game there's lots of small stories that build up and allow you to pull in different characters and then there's always an underlying arc so for the first 70-ish hours 
it feels like a really intriguing game. You've got all these stories going on. There's always a reason to go back. You've got all the social aspects, link building and everything going on in there. Um, but yeah, for me, I think where Persona 4 really succeeded is every step of the way there was an addition to the narrative up to the point where you worked out who the villain was and then you went and got them. With Okay. Yeah, with Persona 5, they've kind of added this thing where at the end of every day your your mates text you and you scroll through all these messages and then you have to choose which one you want to reply to to hang out with them the next day and all this kind of thing and it got to the point where I realised by the 70 hour mark that I'd spent so long going through all of these texts every day because you think oh I have to keep reading it so I'm not ignoring them and they don't hate me because I'm ignoring them and actually I think you could have just <laughs> ignored all of that stuff because it's just kind of a reminder of what has happened in the story. Um, right. Maybe it's been designed to play over a long time, and I was trying to rush it too much. Maybe once a day. Yeah, like it's designed to like it's a day's and ep- what what level is a day then? Well, yeah. So maybe the the calendar in game works where sometimes like sometimes the story will take over. And that will happen over the course of several days. Okay. Um, and then there are some things like, so you're building up these social links to get your, your bonds up. But you may may have had to have done a quest in a particular area before you can make a, another bond grow. If that makes sense. So, yeah, th- there's lots of things that are kind of designed to be dailies, I suppose, as yeah. tasks. Um, so maybe I was playing it a bit quick. I, I don't know. Um but the other thing is there's this kind of this grinding area where you you go into it and you go down different levels each time and over time you get to a like a big locked door on each level and it yep. it turns out that in order to open that door you have to fight a character that you've unlocked the story for somewhere else within the game um which is fine because you you get different stuff and it's it's a good way of grinding that's different from all the usual bits and pieces but it it sort of says at the start of it like oh yeah you can do this at your leisure do it in your own time it doesn't really matter so you think oh great it's just side quest but then at that 70 hour point i think that's roughly where i was when it's like okay i've worked out where the big bad is there's a little bit of storyline and then it suddenly goes oh yeah maybe we can find out this if we go to the bottom of that thing um and it's like oh right so all this time I've been putting off going down there because I wanted to continue the story whereas actually the idea is you should do a bit of that every time Uh, but as you start getting deeper in it it takes longer to do it so you can be a good couple of hours just grinding away in this dungeon and then it gets to that 70 hour point you're like oh you've got to do that and then after that there's a whole other like two dungeons or something that just take forever because there's all these annoying labyrinth style buttons and things that you got to press and extra characters that you don't really need yeah it's difficult to explain without going into spoilers on the story um but yeah for me it's a too long didn't play because i I was loving it up to that point and then i just had other things in life that i needed to be doing other games to be playing and i was like yeah i should have just watched the anime roundup Um, so, so maybe you would have stuck with it if you were playing with somebody who had already experienced it and gave you that tip of mm, start with that a little bit earlier you might have finished it possibly I, I think for me it's more the thing of um, 
like because you have to grind a little bit and you have to do battles and this is a problem i'm finding with a lot of rpgs now like with dragon quest for example i'm at the 80 hour mark and i'm like okay i'm really enjoying this but if i could just watch an hour of cutscenes finish the story i'd rather do that than grind for another 30 hours <laughs> to do the boss <laughs> Um, which how many uh, how many hours did you play so far? Uh, is it like seventy mar- seventy hours mark? It, is this Persona or Dragon Quest? Yeah, Persona. Persona. So altogether, by the time I actually finished the game, was one hundred and twenty hours. Whoa! Uh, and that that was rushing through. Okay, I, I said I rushed through from seventy. I think I got to seventy. That's when I started getting bored. Played for another couple of weeks, yeah. thinking I'll spread it out over time got to around the 100 hours and I was like oh I must be near the end now and I just blitzed it over a, a weekend and a couple of evenings but altogether yeah it was 125 hours um, yeah and it, that's that's quite long yeah it, yeah it, it's just a shame because for me at least, I mean I'm sure a lot of people out there will be going oh what are you talking about it's brilliant and they've replayed it through several times and stuff and yeah maybe when I was 16 I would have quite happily poured more time into it because yep. yeah yeah it is great and the storyline is fantastic but for my average gaming time now it's, it's just too long to spend on one game yep my question is do you get to get killed by a cute bunny in this game <laughs> if I'm playing 120 hours I better be get killed by a bunny for you know like every few hours funny you that's the only way I can keep playing because you get killed by a bunny in Guild Wars 2 as well Oh. Can you get killed by a bunny in Guild Wars? <laughs> yes, you actually can. I knew there are pandas. Is it pandas? I think pandas are there in Guild Wars. Pandas? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Don't think there's um, no pandas in Guild Wars. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, unless are I've there completely any bears? missed up the game completely. I feel like I've dabbled in every aspect of the game. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. you know somebody that can mod a panda in the game just to grab a screenshot for Steve. Yeah, you could just say, like, after 9,000 hours, no, I haven't bumped into a panda I mean, so yeah likely not yeah. somebody's probably dressed rare. up as one I mean Guild Wars fandom name is probably um, <laughs> oh gosh um, oh god now I'm going losing the complete plot here um, fashion wars <laughs> um, the, the way you can customise your character is ridiculous and, and a lot of people do dress up as things so I won't put it past somebody to dress up as a panda <laughs> and you can have panda mini pets um like little yeah. things that follow you around that you know and just bomb the panda if you, if you play Tekken you can play as a panda you can <laughs> fight as a panda I, I, I played Tekken, Tekken just to play as panda <laughs> uh, for the record I played like 5 hours just for panda <laughs> until my friends got bored Satish can you actually play another character because we're tired of you know <laughs> getting beaten by a panda and you know the panda please, please bring pandas in <laughs> oh yes exactly I, I, then I swapped to the bear they only have two options panda or bear brilliant <laughs> right see uh, very professional Ben very always always professional <laughs> um, well we, we've gone over an hour so hopefully that's my uh, fault people are still <laughs> listening but yeah that, that's probably why your brain's starting to switch off now Maddie's like I, I've listened to these two guys talk for an hour I that's, never that's said my plenty. brain was switching off what am I going to do after this play Guild Wars <laughs> <laughs> actually I'm getting back into Fallout 76 so this is an issue <laughs> ah right okay do I go back to that I don't know <laughs> I'm torn <laughs> but yeah I mean that's the problem isn't it I think we've, we've got game saturation now maybe that's why I I feel like everything is too long because 
there's always something else but my back catalogue at the moment is ridiculous um, uh, that said um, I just bought Steam Burnout Summer Paradise sales. to replay through as well oh have you? <laughs> yeah it, it was cheap on Steam they've, they've released a load of EA Origins games on Steam this last week and it was like 450 for Burnout Paradise Remastered and I gave my Xbox 360 version away to my nephew years and years ago and I just really had a hankering to play it so <laughs> yeah, it, I thought I'll I'll get it because you know on Steam you can return stuff, can't you? Within two hours, I thought yep. I'll play it a little bit and see if it actually still holds my attention. Four hours later, um, yeah, <laughs> too late. So, too late. <laughs> but you know you, you can't really complain, can you? Four pound fifty for even if I don't touch it again, four hours worth of entertainment. Four fifty, yeah. pretty good. So cool. Anyway, so yeah, um, let's stop this recording now. We'll go off and play some more games and uh, come back again in two weeks so have you enjoyed yourself Maddie? definitely good will you be joining us again well if you'll have me back definitely Uh, yeah I think so (laughs) I want to talk about some Guild Wars more should we we invite (laughs) back oh yeah definitely (laughs) I I, I, I would end up lying less if there is uh, you know extra people people (laughs) need to keep a tab on me and you we'll we'll have to get some webcams going so you can see the whites of our eyes have a look into your soul so uh, we will be back again in a couple of weeks time as always and hopefully joined again by Maddie then so there's three of us now then there were three so yeah as always leave comments if you want to suggest some short games for us that you think we should play and talk about in future episodes that would be great to hear from you other than that it's goodbye from me bye Stish bye all have a good night See you later, Maddie. <laughs> See ya. Good night. Bye.